We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to One on One, a KC Sports Network podcast. My brother, Big Jeff, and I bringing you all things Chiefs football from a player's perspective. We're going to talk about the bye week. There's no bye week here at One on One, baby. We're every week. We don't need a break. We're going to talk about Chiefs coming off the bye week. What makes Andy Reid so great? we got all kinds of stuff talking about who we're facing next and and the upcoming opponents. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about our sponsor, Cookie Society Cookies, Jeff. Jeff, first off, I got the T-shirt. I don't know if I said this last time. That might be the best-fitting T-shirt yeah. I've ever had. It's comfortable, it, right? Oh, anytime you order swag from these different places, you're expecting crap to come. That thing came. I was like, I got to order 100 of these. These are no. great. No, so, the, the T-shirts had the max, max the quality of the cookies. So oh, it went all out. They certainly do. Now, Jeff, T-shirts, you got to get the merch. You got to check that out, guys. But also – it's November 30th. Tomorrow's December 1st. So to, so tell me, Jeff, what can, can you give us a preview? Of what's yeah, yeah, yeah. One? You guys deserve a preview. Plus, yeah. this comes out tomorrow, so you'll hear it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, we have ginger snap, red velvet cheesecake. Um, we have peppermint bark. And we also have a hot cocoa cookie, along with all our classic flavors. But this month is exciting. I can't oh. wait. I'm definitely going to gain a few pounds. But it's the holidays, so it doesn't count. No, all it make, January 1st is coming. We're going to change our lives, but not until then. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> that's so – oh, that's great. I love it. That's perfect. Um, are you going to do a sampler like you did in November? Because that sampler yeah. was fantastic. That's, yeah. that's a really good deal, and you get a variety of cookies. Is that going to be – you going to have a December sampler for this month? Yeah, we'll have a December six-pack, which um, features our nice. December flavors. Then we'll have a holiday crate, which has six cookies oh, and a Cookie man. Society candle. Oh, and it's in nice. a special curated holiday crate. It's the same crate that we had last year when we were on Oprah's favorite things list. Oh, so we're bringing that thing back. that's awesome. You guys check it out. Cookiesociety.com. You can't go wrong. Trust us. We know our food. We know our cookies. Thank you to our sponsor, Big Jeff. Brother, we're in the bye week and everybody always talks about Andy Reid and his success coming off the bye week. I should know the numbers off the top of my head. I, I can't remember them exactly, but it is lopsided wins to losses. Uh, what is it, bro, about Andy Reid that makes him so good coming off a of bye week? 
Well, him and the staff, they they do an excellent job of doing self-eval. So they yeah. look and see before they even look at the opponent, they look within, they look internally. Okay, what can I do better as a coaching staff? Okay, what can we do better, you know, as players? Okay, what do we need to target? What are we doing efficiently? You know, right. what's working in the run game? What's working in the pass game? They nail that down. And then they have a little bit of extra time to look at the opponents. And right. there's no one better than him after bye week because of that reason. He comes out, he's fully prepared. Um, guys get rest, most importantly, your body's a little bit fresher. And the game plan is impeccable. He's yeah. going to come out with one of the best game plans. It's just like the opening week. I mean, he does well week one, does well in bye weeks just because the preparation is is unmatched. Right. And, and you know, these coaches prepare for these games all, all year long. But uh, there's, an, there's preparing for the team you're going to play theoretically. I mean, you know the coaching staff probably. You know uh, what teams like to run, what they've run in the past. But there's a lot different – there's a big there's a difference between preparing for a team all year and then preparing for a team that you're going to play the uh in the next week and so you're going off the last four weeks of film and so you can prepare sort of big picture wise but you don't know exactly what you're going to get when you're playing that team that week until you go and actually look at the what they've done so far in the season now some coaches are better than others at diagnosing that some coaches like your Andy Reeds and Bill Belichick's you give them a day or two more, right? Because they, you know, they prepare to advance, but they really only have a week to really get yeah. ready for a game during the season. You give them a day or two more to sort of sit and think about and tease out that film and build the game plan. That's that's a scary deal. That is a scary deal. That's, that's the edge. I mean, right. that one or that one or two days, let alone a week that you have ahead of your opponent, gives you that extra day of maybe finding that one or two plays with ultimately. That's what games are decided on the NFL. It's right. one or three plays. You, there's exactly. not many plays. They're always close games. But right. that's where you get the edge, and that's when you, you're fully prepared and you go out there and you you maximize those opportunities and you're clicking on all cylinders because of the preparation. Yeah, and and, and going back to the other point you made, Jeff, too, um, the one thing that – the self-scout, the self-eval that – that happens within, you know, within the organization during the bye week, the first couple of days of that bye week, mm -hmm. what the coaches will actually do, the offense and defense, they'll prepare, they'll do like a mock preparation for the other side of the ball, right? So our, our offense, our defensive staff, they'll put together a game plan and study film from our offense and say, yeah. Hey, if we were going to play you, this is what we would attack. This is what your weaknesses are. And the offense does the same thing, right? They get together as an offensive staff and game plan how they would attack our defense. And then they share that information. Um, and so that I thought is like a really unique thing. I didn't, I don't know if other teams do that, but I know that's what Andy Reid and them do. Yeah. And what a great way to self scout. And, I mean, and this is going to be huge, especially for um, Patrick. I mean, right. He's in those meetings with Andy Reid, so they're looking at it to a T. Right. And whatever was slowing him down early in the year, I promise you he's going to be better at it because, right. of, because of this time that they spend because the film is out there. Now he's <laughs> going to know how teams are going to attack him. He has that extra time to digest everything, and they're going to come up with some schemes and some things that you know he could defeat these things that, that they're trying to attack him with. Exactly. That's exactly right. More time to build an offensive game plan, but also time to correct and think about how you're going to fix the things that teams might exploit and attack. Mm -hmm. um, and you talked about from a player's perspective, 
coming back off the bye week can be really difficult. It's almost yeah. like shell shock. You all, all of a sudden you have seven days off, and now you're right back into it. Yeah, uh, especially this late in the season where these guys have been going steady routinely since the end of July. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you got a week off. I mean, I just remember it's sort of a it mental, just like wow, what just happened? Um, what does Andy Reid do and to help guys get acclimated back into the system? To the point where they're when they get to Sunday, it's just like you know you never missed a beat, right? Because I've been on a lot of teams that we came back off the bye and we were just crap because guys just yeah. weren't back yet mentally. Well, this is a tough week just because Thanksgiving fell during a bye week, so yeah. <laughs> naturally there's a few more layers added to all of us. Right. Um, but I think with this team, it's a championship team. Guys know what to expect. Um, there's a lot of veterans in the locker room, so the one thing that Coach Reed says. Every time we go on by week one, we already know our schedule. No matter how the season's going, we know our off days. So you respect right. that as a pro, and you're going to take advantage of that, not only um, the time with your family, but you're going to recover. Right. And you're going to make sure you're moving around. He tells you, move around, make sure you're doing something so you can stay ready. Um, right. And that's what guys do. Guys respect Coach Reed, and they respect themselves enough to go and be a professional, making sure right. they're staying in some type of shape and not just sitting on the couch and eating potato chips. Yeah. Um, they're actually, you know, studying film on the next opponent. They're getting workouts in, um, but they're most importantly, they're getting that recovery within all of that. Well, that's exactly right. And, and you know, schedule wise, one thing that I always thought that Andy Reid did that was really helpful was we come, so you go, you take your break from whatever Sunday to Sunday, you come back Monday and you come in and you do a light 10, 10, 10 workout, yeah. quick, quick meetings, quick workout uh in the weight room and then you have tuesday off and then wednesday you get back into it so it's it's not like you're jumping right back into a full day's worth of work right you're you're taking you're taking basically a half day and just getting reacclimated and then you get another day off but your mind is back in that okay we're back at it mentality and then wednesday you start off and it's like oh yeah no we're back you know we're back and rolling uh i've been on some teams where you get back and they try to get right back to yeah. it 100 miles an hour. And that can, it, it, you know, that can be more detrimental than helpful. Even though you have that extra time to get a heavy day in, uh, it, it's, it, it can really just sort of mess guys up. It's just, again, it's just a mental shock. So the way Andy Reid does it was a 10-10-10 sort of quick, quick workout, quick in the facility and out, just like a typical Monday. Uh, that also helps that acclimating, you know, yeah. back into. And there, there's a science to it. I mean, and I think and it speaks to Andy Reid and his greatness and not having an ego and right. letting people, the experts, do their thing. Guys like Rick Burkholder, yeah, they're in that training room. They're telling them, hey, this is what we need to do. This is the progression we need to go on to make sure guys right. are at peak performance. And he listens to those things. He listens right. to Barry in the weight room. Um, and, and they're doing the right things to get these guys primed and ready. Yeah, you, you're right. And this, again, this is – this is prime Andy Reid, right? He's got Rick Buckholter and Barry in the weight room. You got two of the best guys in the NFL leading the, those incredibly important positions, right? I mean, yeah. the, those guys being at those uh, those guys running those spots. I mean, the, the the weight room and the training room are vital, especially this time of year, right? What guys are doing to lift and stay strong and stay fast, stay physical, but also stay healthy and safe. Yeah. Um, that's so important. And he's got two of the best in those spots. And you're right. He's humble and listens to what they say. I can't tell you how many times we've adjusted practice just in the, you know, the three years that I was there, just in practice because of what Rick said, Rick said, Hey yeah. guys, it's hurting. We got to change. And, and coach changes it, you know, no questions asked. 
uh, you're right. There are not a lot of guys that are going to, that are going to trust, uh, people to make those kind of decisions uh, and he puts them in key roles. So that's Trust me. I, I've seen, I've seen the other side of the coaching tree where <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's my way yeah, the way and it leads to disaster and guys aren't listening to people that are in positions that have more knowledge than them. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a team effort, you know, guys are in positions um, to do certain jobs for a reason. And, and I think that's what makes the entire organization so great. Everyone does their job right. and they have their roles and that's what it is. And you know what's funny too, Jeff, is that the the process, the blueprint is tried and true. Uh, and so you would, it just it's just hard to over overcome your ego sometimes, right? These yeah. coaches, I mean, everybody has that issue, but uh, you see teams that succeed are the ones that follow this blueprint, and yet you still have these coaches that come in with the my way or highway attitude, and they're two and 14 to finish the season and they're out after the first year. I mean, I just, uh, you think people would just, it's, uh, it's hard, it's hard, man. I mean, it's hard to not have an ego. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's the human element of it. We all, you know, have times where we think we're the best thing smoking, but to be humble, I think yeah. that's the best route to go. And I think that that's why there's so much success there in Kansas city. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And Andy Reed, I mean, he's the sort of paradigm case of that. But before we get into our next topic, let us shout out our sponsors, Tickets for Left, Tickets for Less. If you're looking to score an unbeatable deal on Chiefs tickets, my friends at Tickets for Less have you covered. Locally owned for more than 17 years, ticketsforless.com has the best selection of Chiefs tickets for every game, all without the outrageous tickets, taxes, or per-ticket service fees you find on other sites. Plus, you can use our exclusive KCSN promo code from Tickets for Less to save even more. Use code KCSN21 at checkout to save big on any Chiefs order at ticketsforless.com. That's KCSN21. All right, Big Jeff. So we're looking uh, at three games in a row here against AFC West opponents, the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Chargers. Andy Reid, again, at excellent at playing teams within the AFC West. What is it the same thing? I mean, what is it that yeah. makes him so good? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's a common opponent. Um, usually, you know, most teams keep the same coaching staff and the tendencies stay the same. There's some changes here and there, you know, personnel changes. But schematic wise, it's usually the same. So you you, you not only get a preview, you can look from years prior and kind of see yeah. how they played you as a, as a team. So you're kind of anticipating, but also you're throwing in some wrinkles there. So they're, they're staying on their toes. So, yeah, I think that's that's. That's what all great coaches do. Um, they take a little bit of the past, a little bit of the present, and then kind of predict the future. And no one does that better than Andy Reid. I mean, there's been weeks where, you know, we might play a team in week two and we know we have them in week nine and we'll show a certain formation and play. And he'll say, we're going to run it this way later down the road and it's going to be a touchdown and it's a right. touchdown. So right. I think that's that's what's so great about it. Um, just his – I mean, it's foresight. I mean, he should be called, I don't know, how, what would you say, Anderdomus? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anderdomus. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Kind of, yeah. He has some of me in him, you know? So yeah, I appreciate that about him. <laughs> yeah. It, no, it's so it's so true. And I think about, you know, I, I, you talk about guys coming into the AFC West and how, oh, no, this team got this player, this team got this player. Those other teams had to hate it that yeah. – Kansas City got Andy Reid running that running that because I mean he is just an expert at, at what you said and I remember you know comparison is Bill Belichick right so I played six years with the Jets played New England twice a year and we knew that going into our game the film didn't matter 
because nope. Bill Belichick was going to give us nothing that we saw. He would have been consistent all year until he got to us. And then it was going to change. And, 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 and that was everybody within the AFC East. He was not going to give you anything that you saw from any other team. He had yeah. special attack plans for every team uh, in the AFC East. I've and so, oh, man, Jeff, it was like we, we didn't even, you know, it was just like prepare for anything. I mean, we all have nightmares about, you know, Belichick in New England. He, I mean, he's he's a great coach. Um, I just know playing him, you just never know what you're going to get. They're a game plan, offense and defense. Yeah. Flavor There's of the week. no foundation. There's nothing about it. It's just we're going to do what we need to do to win. Right. And we're going to run the plays that you can't beat. So um, <laughs> that, and that's, that's what they do. It's extremely hard to do. So that, that speaks a lot about their players and how smart they are to be able to adjust week in and week out like that. Right. Um, but well, Kansas City is very similar. Um, yeah. And he's it's the, the same. same. Thing. And, and that's why that's why they, you see Kansas City and New England. Look what they're doing right now. Everyone wrote them off. Right. But if you have any clue about these coaches and their pedigree, you can never write them off. That's such a good point. You're, that's exactly right. You totally write them off, and now look where they're at. They're leading, mm-hmm. you know, they're leading the league. All right, we're going to keep it quick. It's the bye week. I know this. We're, we're, we're itching to get into this next game this weekend. But before we go, Jeff, let's talk about our favorite stories playing the Broncos. You and I played the Broncos a bunch of times, and uh, obviously that's the week. That's the game coming up this week. Uh, a rivalry similar to the Oakland rivalry. I mean, we hate these guys. Uh, and so talk to me, man. What, what are some of the fun times you remember uh, beating the Tar and the Broncos? All right. so we didn't beat them, but I have a – you know, story. My it was my rookie season. It's week seven, week sixteen. Wasn't yeah. seven, seventeen weeks then. I guess it was week seventeen because of bye week. But we were playing Denver in Denver. Um, we had no chance of making the playoffs. We had two wins at the time, mm. and um, our starting left tackle was out for the game. And um, the backup left tackle, Donald Stevenson, went down on the first series. Oh no! And we had no emergency tackles left. So they're like, hey, Jeff, you played tackle in college. How about you go out there? I'm like, okay. Um. So they're like, we're going we're gonna to move you to right. We're going to move Eric Winston to left. And Eric Winston looks at me like, no, you're going to left. <laughs> I'm not blocking Von Miller and Elvis Dumerville left tackle. And I've never played it. You go out there and get embarrassed, rookie. But thankfully, I held my own. I gave up one sec, but um, that's just a funny story. And then I remember oh. going up there, I think it was 2015. Um, Peyton Manning got benched at half. Yeah. We absolutely destroyed them. It was it was glorious. Um, mm. And it, it was just one of those games where we were rolling. So I appreciated that one. That was my, you know, that was my favorite memory was 2015 up there in Denver. And I remember being on defense. And, and you know, I've, I've spoken about this many times. I'm not exactly – uh, Vaughn Miller, right? I'm not your Dwight Freeney. I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> your two down run stopping guy. And I, I mean, everybody was just on fire. And I remember me, I got a sack in the game and I was, yeah. you know, this close to two more if I had any athletic ability whatsoever. Um, but we were just smoking. I mean, we were smoking and uh, uh, I was getting off the football, knocking guys back. It was like we had totally taken the soul out of them right from the jump. I mean, the guys had just – their guys had given up. Their offensive line had given up. We were just killing them. And I didn't even realize they had they had switched out uh, Peyton Manning with Brock Osweiler. They put Brock yeah. Osweiler. And I remember I got back there getting ready to sack, you know, get, get on them. And I was like, that – 
Peyton Manning's big as hell. Like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Like, what, why is it? I didn't know he was that big. And then I realized, oh, wow, that's they took him out. That's Brock Osler. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that was just – that did was they, fun. Did they win the Super Bowl that year? Yeah, they won the Super that's Bowl. That's crazy. Yeah. We destroyed them. Like, that's how it happens sometimes. Oh, isn't that how it happened? Well, you know, you remember, we uh, we went to the playoffs that year, beat um, Houston. Yeah, and then we played New England. And- yeah, we lost. We we were in that game the entire game. We just had some critical errors in the red zone. We fumbled the ball and but, well, yeah. well, Jeff, it was close. And you know exactly how Denver beat them the next week is how we we weren't able to get that going. Which was both Justin and Tomba were hurt, mm-hmm. and they were given everything they could, but they just didn't have that. They just didn't have the juice. And then the next week. Uh, Brady and them go and play at Denver, and now you got Von Miller and who was on the other side, Doomerville? Yeah, Doomerville. And they were just do, crush. I mean, doing what Tomba no, and was just Marcus Ware actually. Oh, Demarcus Ware. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they were killing them, and they were doing what Justin and Tomba would have been doing if they were healthy. Um, and so, yeah, I remember that. But uh, but yeah, yeah, I I went from six years of playing Tom Brady to three years of having to deal with Peyton Manning. It's like, can I, <laughs> can I play in the AFC South at some point? Like, what the hell, man? What is going on? But, uh, but yeah, no, good times. Well, looking forward to the game this weekend, Jeff. Again, we had the win going into the bye week. That's always huge. Everybody's healthy. Andy Reid coming off the bye is big. Chiefs Kingdom, we're looking good. We will see you next week to talk about, hopefully, this W uh, and get right back going, get the season going, and finish the season strong. And then we'll be really talking about the playoffs. Big Jeff, love you, brother. Thanks for tuning in, man. Love you, too. We're going to win, Chiefs Kingdom. Let's go. Let's go, baby. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.